1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 282. My car is dying, what to do? By Sam of financialsamurai.com. And I am your host and narrator, Dan. I'm here each weekday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs anywhere. So I'll keep the intro nice and short for you today. Let's get right to it as we optimize your life. My car is dying, what to do? By Sam of financialsamurai.com. In a rush to get to a meeting, I managed to bash Moose's right side mirror into a garage sidewall and blow the mirror off. (laughs) That's what happens when you have a large car in a small garage and do things in a hurry. This little accident cost $135 to fix and 30 minutes of time. While I was at the dealer, I used the opportunity to ask several other questions regarding what's wrong with Moose. For the past 12 months, there's been a progressively louder rattling sound every time I drive or slam the door shut. After a little inspection, the service agent said that it looks like my middle muffler connected to my catalytic converter is wearing out and needs changing. Okay, good to know. How much, I asked. The service agent said around $1,200 to $1,500. Yowza! So, let moose live or die. $1,200 to fix a muffler is ridiculous. The service agent agreed and recommend I just go to a muffler shop and have them replace just the middle portion. Parts plus labor will probably equal about $600 instead. Okay, that's somewhat more reasonable, I guess. I certainly don't want the muffler to fall off while I'm on my way to Tahoe when it's dumping snow. The issue is Moose is an 11-year-old SUV that is worth maybe $4,000. My main concern is operability and safety. Hence, the muffler should be fixed. In addition to the muffler problem, I've got three yellow lights on my dashboard indicating the traction control, ABS, and hill descent functions are out. The reality is all three functions are working, it's just the switchboard fuse that's broken. I've tested all three and reconfirmed with a mechanic friend of mine. To fix the switchboard, that would probably cost another 1200 bucks, which isn't worth it. Instead, I just got some black tape and stuck it around the dashboard glass to block the lights so I don't see them. Finally, my brakes only have 30% left on them and will likely need to be replaced in six months. That's another 600 to $700 that must be spent. All in, I will have to spend a minimum of $600, 14% of the value of the car, and perhaps up to $2,500, 62% of the value of the car, to get things good again. Oh yeah, I also got my DMV car registration renewal yesterday to the tune of 109 bucks. Adding everything up, it just doesn't seem worth it. Or does it? The alternatives. I've been thinking about buying a new car for the past couple of years. It's just that every time I see a new model, I get bored of it in one year, which means spending tens of thousands of dollars on a car is not a good idea. When the BMW 335i Coupe first came out in 2007 for $47,000, I was determined to have one. By the time 2008 rolled around, I was bored because I saw the new Audi S5 Coupe roll out for the similar price. And then I got over it because something better kept coming along. It's a never-ending cycle of desires. It's strange, but to cure my car lust, I go to car dealerships. Sometimes I just slide on into one of those babies and inhale the intoxicating new car smell as I pretend she's mine. Other times, thanks to very aggressive salespeople, I always respond, oh, twist my arm and my is okay when they ask me to go for a test drive. By the end of the session, I am so thrilled that the desire to spend any money on a car dissipates. So let's say your car is dying. You're by nature a frugal person, but fulfill the important one-tenth rule and can pay cash for whatever car it is that you desire. Do you spend 20 to 62% of the value of the car, 500 to $2,500, fixing it to a level which can last another five years? Or do you spend perhaps 35 to 150 times that amount and buy a new, safer, more reliable car which has a four-year worry-free warranty? Okay, fine, I could also spend 20 to $30,000 and buy a cheaper car too, but then I'll get really bored with the car after a year. By the way, don't forget about higher car insurance and crying if you ding your car, sobbing if your girlfriend or boyfriend dings your new car, and never feeling at ease when you park at the grocery store. You just listened to the post titled, My Car is Dying, What to Do? by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there
1: And that's it for today's episode. We have a brand new female personal finance author. Tomorrow, she was actually requested by a listener and we are excited to have her. So stay tuned for that in the Wednesday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.